Peace and Black Power family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. And today, we have a special guest in the building. We have my man, Crumb, right? And the title of this episode is The Curse of Gospel. Now, I know when many of y'all hear that title, The Curse of Gospel, Y'all thinking, uh-oh, this is blasphemy. They talking about uh, Jesus Christ. Now, we're not talking about that fictitious character, you know, because you know that Christ is a title. Y'all do know that, right? And you are all Christ when you crystallize into the image of yourself. What is self? Yourself is God. But that might be a little bit over y'all head. And it ain't about me dropping in science, man. That's why I got the brother right here. He's going to teach y'all about the curse of gospel. The title, brother, fascinating title, um, definitely leads a lot to the mind for one to wonder. Can you break that down, what the title is and what's the premise of our discussion today? Absolutely. I'll be happy to do that. But let me just first thank you for letting me on the platform. Shout out to Necessary Necessary Blackness. Shout out to all of the listening audience. Please, 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 if this is your first time, hit that subscribe button, family. This is my... I don't want to say Baba. I'm not that old. This is Big Brother. This is Big Homie. Okay, so, you know, he kind of took me under the wing. He, he definitely took me under the wing here in Atlanta. I didn't really get out much. You really showed me a lot of love. So I want to give a shout out to him. Also, I just want to really uh, I'll throw this out there. Wingy. That's wingy right. Apparel. Okay? So um, I am backing the brother. I am supporting him. He supports me. So I really appreciate that. Shout out to Necessary Blackness Podcast. With that said, the curse of gospel music. When we're talking about gospel, I know we can, you know, talk about the... Uh, Bible stuff, but on Necessary Blackness, I want to keep it black. Mm -hmm. And when we're dealing with gospel music, Mm. we have to understand the mother, the mother of gospel music was old Negro spirituals. Absolutely. There's never been a genre of music that was named after a people other than Negro spirituals. Mm -hmm. So when we say gospel in terms of music, that's technically ours. Absolutely. We, we created Negro spirituals, which birthed gospel, which birthed jazz, which birthed uh, rock and roll. Which birthed the blues. Blues, hip hop. This is all the, 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 the children and grandchildren mm-hmm. of, 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 of Negro spirituals. However, her first child was gospel music. Mm-hmm. And we did gospel music very well. Absolutely. But we left gospel music for R&B. Now, I'm going to give a spoiler alert. R&B, because we're dealing with a religious thing, Mm -hmm. R&B was led by a religious group of people that we know as Jews. So the Jews... When you say led by them, they controlled it. They controlled it. I'm sorry. Keep me honest. Yeah, they controlled it. Because they didn't do (laughs) R&B. Yeah, they didn't do R&B. They controlled it. Right. (laughs) As they do today, controlling most of the music industry. Right. I'm with you. Now, today they did throw out one of their own that we don't know. The most popular Jew who is trying to do our music is Drake. Mm. Drake's a Jew. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm not even going to go go with Drake. Let's go back to R&B. So R&B starts out what they call soul music. Mm-hmm. But we know R&B 
is short for rhythm and blues. Mm -hmm. And what the family may not know is gospel had two children. I'm sorry, excuse me. Negro spirituals had two children. Mm -hmm. The exact same time blues came out was the exact same. I'm sorry, exact same time gospel came out was the exact same time same time blues comes out. Mm -hmm. uh, and just like you have the church circuit, you had the Chitlin network. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us would go to church on Sunday. But what they don't know is we were at this at the um Chitlin Circuit on Saturday. The juke joint. Yeah. What they call well, what, what my grandma called it. She, yeah. Oh, we went to the juke joint on, on Saturday night, yeah. but we better have our ass up uh, Sunday morning to go to church. Yeah. And that was the thing back then. Okay. Um, so now you got a lot of people who transition from soul music or R&B, rhythm and blues, they transferred from, 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 from gospel to, to, to soul. Mm -hmm. And this was by way of the Jew. Um, they made a movie called Cadillac Records with yeah. um, Etta, Etta, Etta Jane mm -hmm. at last, you know, all of that. Yeah. You know, those were people that the Jew damn near went into the church, our churches, and pulled out the best thing from the church. Now, the, the preaching was good. Sunday school was good. But nobody is under any mis under any confusion. The best thing we had in the church was the singing. Was the singing. Yeah. The choir, the drummer, even, a, you know, a part of the preacher's sermon was was rhythmic almost. <laughs> and and the, the band will be playing. So the music was a big part of our culture. In addition to that, because we're dealing with gospel music, let's go back to the Bible. Do you remember who was the angel in charge of, matter of fact, I, I'm not going to ask you. I want to ask the listening audience, what was the angel's name who was in charge of music? I'm going to give you only like 20 seconds. What was the name, what was the name of the angel in the Bible who was the angel of music? He was in charge of all the music. Anybody did, know? Did he have a horn? A trumpet, well, I mean? Um, he had two horns after he got kicked out of heaven. Oh, he said he had two horns, so he was a devil. He, well, he was a devil. I, but before he was a devil, he was the, the the angel of music. I don't know. I don't think nobody else know. Give us, give us, give us the uh, give us it. Did mm -hmm. anybody get the say the answer? Unfortunately, no. My apologies, family. The answer is Lucifer. Lucifer. Okay. Lucifer was the angel of music. All right. So we know that. A certain type of music they considered the devil's music mm. so gospel was god's music the blues and jazz that was the devil's music mm. you know a lot of people did not approve of jazz and blues at one point in time and it was this very dark thing and so on and so forth so now you know when we're dealing with music it's very much spiritual yeah. so you're going to get this jew who goes um because he, he doesn't believe in our god jews do not believe in jesus Oh, 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 yeah, the, the, Lucifer. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Lucifer. So uh, uh, Jesus, uh, um, Jews don't believe in Jesus. They get so, oh, you, you don't believe in Jesus. You must be going to hell. Well, the Jews don't believe in Jesus. Are they going to hell? You know, so when I say I don't believe in Jesus, don't condemn me. But anyway, so the Jews who don't have the same faith as we do or, 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 or our ancestors, mm -hmm. um, that, that was just my necklace. Yeah. Um, they, um, they go into our church, take the best piece of our music and they exploit it on their side. So everybody who turned their back was cursed. Mm. The biggest gospel artist to go 
worldly, as my grandma would say, or secular, the biggest gospel artist, Sam Cooke. You ever heard of him, Sam Cooke? Right, family, Sam Cooke. So now that I've given you the intro, I'll tell you about the curse, but I wanted to pass the mic now that I've kind of given you the curse of gospel. I, I'm, I'm definitely feeling everything you said, right? Because when you go through um, the history of the Jews coming into the church and taking the best from amongst us, right? They do that all the time, not necessarily the Jews, but those that are in high society, whether it was the Negro Leagues with Jackie Robinson. With Jackie! You know what I mean? Whether it is, um, we had our own basketball teams. And they always come and get the best and brightest amongst us, and then they start their own organization. Imagine if Jackie Robinson never would have left and they didn't integrate the Negro Baseball League because they, they were selling out, the money was plentiful, and it got to the point where they had the money to publicize him, and then now everybody is going to see, what was it, Brooklyn Dodgers? Right. And then the sales from the Negro League uh, just went to hell. Right. You know what I mean? Because you got to think about it. You had people that was working in concession stand, people that was working there. So it employed a lot of people from the community and generated money that they was using to fund certain organizations, certain civil rights. You know what I mean? So a lot of that, you know, I definitely understand where you're going. But let's get to the topic at hand, right? Our brother Sam Cook, right? Give us some history on Sam Cook. And I and I, I was privileged. A lot of a lot of the necessary blackness podcast audience probably wasn't, but you had did a hell of a um, presentation on Sammy Cook, uh, Sam Cook, and um, Bobby Womack. I want you to get into a little bit of that history. So Sam Cook, for those who may have lived under a, ro a rock, I don't know. Mm -hmm. He was the one, I think one of his most famous songs was Born by the River. Mm -hmm. I was born by the, I can't sing. Um, but with that said, he put Bobby Womack on. He was one of the first singers to own his own masters, to own his own publishing. Mm -hmm. You know, he came into the, the world of R&B like no other. Mm -hmm. Nobody had no people today don't get the type of deal Sam Cooke got back then. Yeah. So even by today's standards, he was up there. Yeah. So now um, he had power to put other people on. He puts on Bobby Bobby Womack has five brothers, and a lot most of them can sing. It's on you know because it was the kind of the Jackson Five. Before it was, the Jackson. This is before the Jackson Five, yeah. but that that whole doo-wop thing yeah. where. You know, because right now there aren't really, I don't know, there might be, there aren't any more singing groups. Like, no, nah, there's not. You know, we, we, we kind of stopped that. I remember the last big singing group I can remember was um like New Edition. Yeah. You know. And then you had the Laverse, the OJ. Uh, okay. Oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. So the New Edition was probably the last. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it was big. It was a boy yeah. group, you know. I'm not counting NSYNC or none of that other stuff. We're saying we ain't gonna count uh, Tyrese, Genuine, and who was the other one? Remember? No, no, I do count them. I, I do count them. Yeah. Yes, they were probably the more the most mature to do it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Gerald Levert, um, uh, who who was singing with them. That other boy I really like a lot, who sang very good. I can't think of his name. My apologies, family. 
Um, but nonetheless, so Bobby Womack was with his brothers and they yeah. had their own little doo-wop group. And Sam put them all on. Look, mm -hmm. it's love. I'm going to show all y'all love. But of those brothers, Bobby was the most talented mm -hmm. in terms of vocal. He was he was the Jackson, he was a Michael of his family's Jackson of the Womack. Of, of the Womack five. Mm -hmm. So now um Bobby looks out, I'm sorry, Sam looks out for Bobby in a big way. He basically puts them on. He breathes life into them. For those who may want a, a more up-to-date example, it's going to be what um, what 50 Cent did for Lloyd Banks, what 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 Dr. Dre did for Eminem, what uh, what I don't want to say Memphis Bleak and and, and Jay Z. Memphis Bleak didn't have talent. No disrespect, but <laughs> that's where I stand. Yeah. But nonetheless, so now uh, uh, Sam puts Bobby on. Bobby uh, does good. But here's the problem. The problem with that comes with Sam dies. Sam is doing too much during his life. The number one thing Sam is doing that's wrong, in my opinion. Sleeping you with the white woman. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk black and sleep white, family. I'm telling you, we talk about the, the curse of gospel, but the curse of that Jezebel. What they call it? Dialogue? What they call it? Isaiah? Uh, uh, Delilah. De Delilah. Delilah. See, I can't even say it. Gotcha, <laughs> man. But the curse of Delilah will always get you, man. It got OJ, and it'll get you too. Well, go ahead, brother. Right. Kanye, eat your heart out. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, Sam is messing with the white girls. Okay. That's where it all goes down with him. They say Sam got shot. Yeah. But this is the thing. Sam's body was so mutilated, he needed two funerals. The first funeral, his family was appalled because his body looked like Emmett Till. Oh, man. It was just, Etta James said at the funeral, because she was one of the people who went to the yeah. first funeral, she said, for a man who got shot in the chest, it looked like they stomped him out. Okay. They, said, they said his arm was all disfigured in the casket yeah. and the face looked like he'd been beaten to a pulp and the hands looked like, you know, they smashed him with Somebody a Somebody was trying to send a message. They, a lot of people say, this is, you know, this is, I heard it through the grapevine that it was a mob hit. Because he was doing his own thing in the record industry. What? He was doing his own thing in the record industry. You, listen, boy. You got your masters. A black man can't be a master or own his own masters. You can own the slave, but you can't be a master. master yeah. That's a conflict. So, you know, we got to silence this dude. Yeah. And you know the Jews, we're talking religious. You know the Jews are really big on making sacrifice. Go oh, back yeah. and read your Bible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You ever heard of the story of Abraham? Oh, yeah. God, for whatever reason, he told Abraham to sacrifice his, his son. Oh, his son, his son, his son. If you're not a if you're not ready to kill your son, you're not a good Christian. Mm. The, the, oh, the, I'm sorry. If you're not ready to kill your own son, you're not a good Jew. The Jew has to be ready to make the ultimate sacrifice. Who was their 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 the, the Jewish sacrificial lamb? I'm sorry, excuse me. Who, who who was their cash cow, the biggest name? You gotta sacrifice that to God to show that you love your God. And that was Sam Cook. That time. was Sam. The Jew has always sacrificed their cash cow out of, out of love to their Lord. All of these, oh, so-and-so was sacrificed. Sacrificed by who to who? 
who's who's having all these sacrifices? Yeah. So now, and a lot of people, you know, they be under the misconception like, well, if he's making them all this money, you know, he is a cash flow asset to them. It would be dumb for them to kill him, but they don't know the money doesn't mean nothing when it's a sacrifice to their God, because a lot of them believe that it's their God that puts, puts them in a position of power and have them reign supreme over the Gentiles and the slaves. Yeah, we're going there today. You know, uh, the Jews have a name for us. Mm. You know, that this whole N-I-G-G, nah, come on, family. They call us Goyim. Goyim? They call us Goyim. Never heard of that. Goyim. Break it down, bro. Goyim, because they're Zionist Jews. Yeah. And when the Zionists take power, in the end, this is according to them, in the end, they're going to rule this whole world with an iron fist, and they're going to sit on Israel and rule the whole world. On that time, when they sit on Israel yeah. as their throne, and there's one world, the new world order, mm -hmm. the Zionists are going to be the head of that. And everybody who is under the Zionists are called Goyim. Wow. I remember one time I was I was debating one of these uh rabbis. You know, right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, and um I was I was disrespectful. <laughs> so as he, you should be. Yeah. And he disrespected me. Yeah. But the average person don't understand what disrespect is. He yeah. called me a goy, not a boy, B-O-Y, G-O-Y. I knew what he was talking about. Yeah. I said, brother, I am no I'm nobody's slave. Yeah. You won't enslave us again yeah you know that slavery thing happened once fine you got one on us come try it again don't call me no going we not going for that this time but nonetheless so yeah they called us going you ever read the book uh the secret relationship between blacks and jews by um uh minister farrakhan no a lot of people think that he published that book but the nation has publicized that book okay but um i think it's a um it's actually some jewish scholars yeah, and it's another book. I'm 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 gonna I'm go look and make sure. But there's another book that comes behind that that really breaks down of uh, the protocols of Zion. That's the book. You gotta read that. Okay. You gotta read. Okay. That. And the story behind that is that that's like secret papers that no one was ever supposed to see, and somehow got lost and they got found by someone and they published it. These are their protocol. And, you know, of course, they're going to say, no, none of that's true. But, um, yeah, the protocols of Zion. Protocols. Read that book. Yeah. Okay. I read it many, many, many moons ago. Um, I need to read it again to refresh my memory on it. But I remember bits and pieces of that book where it really goes into depth of um, who and what they are and what their ultimate goal is to rule the world. Let me just say this real quick. Jewish plan for global, for uh, global domination. Jewish Jew plan for global domination. That's another book. No, that's the uh, protocol, the Zion. Oh, 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 the, the protocol of Zion. That's like the subtitle of it. The protocol of the elders of, of Zion. Zion. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The elders of Zion. Yeah, these are the elders. This is the marching orders that they give it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. What's that? But listen, we don't want to take the, the, the uh, family too much off topic, man. Okay. Let's get back. So Sam Cooke, Sam. he puts Bobby Warmack on. Um, he's uh, sleeping with the enemy. He, he's frolicking with uh, Becky. 
Right? <laughs> right. And see, and see what, what a lot of people don't know is, and I say this, and you probably heard me say this before, right? Racism and white supremacy is birthed through the septic womb of the white woman. Come on. Right? Come on. A lot of y'all believe that if you go and you deal with uh, those that doesn't look like you and that they accept you, that they're not racist. Those white women are the ones that are the most racist, you know? And like our great grandmaster teacher, John Henry Clark said, he said, you cannot find liberation at the hem or the skirts of a white woman, <clears throat> or between the legs of a white woman. Between the legs, yes, 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 absolutely. So that's crazy. So let's get back. Um, Sam dies, unfortunately. Right. Um, funeral, he had to have two funerals. Two funerals. Because um, the nature of his body and how badly decomposed it is. Um, what happens after that in terms of Bobby's career, Bobby's relationship? Let's get to that. You know what I mean? Because he had a hell of a relationship with, uh, I'm going to let you finish it. Great segue. So after the first funeral, mm -hmm. the family is appalled. They go to the mortician. They say, we need to go back and fix him. Because from the family, they say it looked like he wasn't wrestling in peace. Fix him back up. Let's have a second funeral. At the second funeral is where the curse really takes place. Mm -hmm. So Bobby comes to the second funeral wearing Sam Cooke's best suit. Wow. Now, it wasn't a replica. <laughs> like, not, like, you know how you show respect to somebody? Yo, I'm going to wear his favorite color. Right, right. Favorite. It wasn't a replica? Now, I was told growing up, the highest form of flattery is imitation. So yeah. I would think so. However, this was more of Texas Chainsaw Massacre where the movie, he would cut people's faces off and wear their face. It's, it's a very creepy thing to wear somebody's suit to their funeral. That's, I wouldn't do that. I mean, yeah. I, I'll do some gangster stuff, but that's that's not even gangster. I, I, I don't know what category to put that in. It, it, but it gets worse. Not only does he take Bobby's, I'm sorry, Sam's cook, Sam Cook's suit to Sam's funeral. Sam's not even wearing his best suit. Bobby's wearing it. Mm. Bobby brings Sam Cook's widow mm. to his own funeral. Nobody said anything, no biggie. But three months after this funeral, Bobby marries Sam's widow. Now, just, her name was Barbara. Her name was Barbara. Okay. Yes. Now, just Barbara case, Cook. Barbara Cook is now known as Barbara Womack. Womack. She's a Womack now. It's a dirty world, man. It's, it's a whole world. Bobby wrote about all of this in his autobiography. Just in case anybody's curious, it is in Bobby's about autobiography. So you know you're gonna have to actually check read, that out. Yeah. It, it's called Midnight Mover. It's it's worth a read. I would say at very Midnight <laughs> Mover. Midnight in the <laughs> midnight hours. <laughs> Scandalous, it, man. It, I'm gonna tell you some more stuff happened at midnight, but I'm gonna get there in just a second. Very scandalous, though. Absolutely. Okay. So now he marries Bobby's wife, and before he did that, he told his mama. He said, "I'm gonna marry Bobby. Uh, I, I'm gonna marry Sam's wife." And his mother, Bobby Womack's mother, said, "Don't do it." Yeah. His his brothers, his whole family said, "Don't do it." 
Bobby did it anyway. His whole family turned their back on Bobby. Mama didn't mess with him no more. Bobby brothers didn't mess with him no more. Nobody dealt. The whole world turned their back on Bobby. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby, his Hall, own family. Not only his own family. Sam Cooke's family as well. Sam Cooke's family. Yeah. Now the world turned their back on Bobby. Bobby was supposed to be the next Sam Cooke. Bobby was talented. Yeah. He had a voice on him. So why why did Bobby Womack not have that career? He killed his own career by making that move. Yeah. So now, um, at uh, 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 yeah, you said three months. That's ninety days. Ninety days. Now Bobby said ninety days is. I could probably tell you what shirt I had on in ninety days. I could probably tell you where I was at ninety days ago from today. Like it's a short given time, and you know. They say that when an individual transition, right? Um, I think it's like a 72 hour time period before um, like their soul really like transitions. Like you still within that 72 hours, you still can feel that individual's spirit. So while his spirit was still here in this third dimension that we know and that we call earth, he was wearing that man's suit. You know, I think, I think you're going in the right direction and I can I can raise you one. Uh, according to Hindu belief, Hindu belief, according to Hindu belief, the soul doesn't leave this plane for 90 days. Go look it up. Go look it up. I didn't think about it till you said that. Yeah. You said 90 days, 90 days, 90 days, then you went to the soul. And I'm like, hold on, where have I heard that before? According to the Hindu belief, the, the soul doesn't leave this plane until after 90 days after death. So now so you think he probably waited to 90 days and said, look, his soul is gone and Barbara is here. I think time, I timing is divine. I yeah. think you, you made a great point. It was a, it was a divine timing. Yeah. And, and nevertheless, and, it was foul. I very say there are some, you know, spirits that aren't good spirits. So, yeah. hey, it was divine in a bad way. So Bobby marries this girl, ruins his whole career and Sam's brother, they said he was the well. Sam, Bobby said his, Sam's brother was the most upset person about this whole situation, and Sam's brother said because he's from Chicago, yeah, don't come to Chicago. Guess what, Bobby Womack do? He goes to Chicago. Sam Cook brother beat the dog crap out of this dude. Wow, as he should. As he should. Yeah. Now I'm gonna give Bobby some props, just a little bit. Why? Because he went. Yeah. He probably thought he wasn't going to get caught, man. You know how big Chicago is? <laughs> I'm saying, what he did? He went there for He did a show? Or he just, like, just popped up on the scene like, I'm here. I want all the smoke. He, he, it wasn't like he put, like the young kids say today, he pulled pull up. up. <laughs> did he pull up? No, he didn't pull up. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, he beat the dog So okay. now, I'm, this is why I'm going to give Sam, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Bobby his flowers. Because... When Sam's brother got arrested for beating him, for beating him, yeah, uh, Bobby didn't press charges because he knew he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. Yeah, he knew he was wrong. So I, I can respect that. Yeah, he took his ass beating like a man and just moved on with his life. The story's over, or so we oh, thought. Man. <laughs> this is yo, you know what, man? This is some Jerry Springer shit before Jerry Springer. Facts. Yeah. But brother, this is the curse of, of gospel. gospel. Absolutely. So tell me why Bobby goes and have sex 
with Sam Cooke's 14-year-old daughter behind Barbara's back. Scandalous. Scandalous. So you can imagine, of course, Barbara eventually, Barbara Cook, now Barbara Womack, eventually finds out. He finds him on top of her daughter. Having sex. Having sex. Wow. This is in the midnight. Yeah. Midnight mover. Oh, that's what the title comes from? I'm not saying that's where it came from. These motherfuckers. <laughs> wow. Wow, okay. So now she goes and gets the gun. She oh. says, get out of my house. Bobby hightails it out. Now, Bobby got a big-ass head. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. So she shoots at Bobby. And she grazes his scalp. Zoo. And um, he almost dies. Yeah. They divorce. But he effed that little girl's mind up. Yeah. She went with Bobby. Wow. The 14-year-old girl left her mama and her daddy who just died and went with Bobby because she's lost. Her daddy just died. She's confused. She's right. upset with her mother. And then she breaks up with Bobby and marry Bobby Womack's little brother, and they create an album, a song, because she can sing too. Womack and Womack was the album they put out, and I think they made a, a Beyonce-type song called Dangerously in Love or Crazy in Love. Wow. You know, some really yeah. Jerry Spin. This is crazy, man. Wow. Can I move past Bobby and yeah, 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 Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go. Let, let, let's go. Okay, because it, it's so much deeper. You ever heard of The Temptations? Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Okay. So now, Marvin Gaye, let's start with him. Marvin Gaye, do you know how he died? His father shot him. His father shot him. What if I told you Marvin Gaye tried to commit suicide just three days prior to that? I would believe it. Because, you know, there was drugs back drugs, in them days. Yeah, he was, he was, he was. I, I watched the movie. You know, and, you know, people getting famous. Yeah. He, all of them started out in the church. Sam Cooke started in the church. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye started out in the church. Bobby Womack. Bobby Womack in the church. Uh, 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 all the Temptations in the church. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. All of them. So, you know, they all turn their back on the church and go into secular music. They Did you see the, um, what was the movie Ray Charles? Did you see the, 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 the movie Ray? Yeah, I seen it. They gave Ray Charles some shit about redoing gospel yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, they talked about it a little bit. You know, in terms of him. Now, you know what the Christians is going to say, right? The Christians is going to say that was God cursing them. I got to be honest. I'm I, I'm not a big Christian person, but from where I sit, it do kind of look like a curse. And I'm going to go in a little bit deeper, and I'm going to let the family, the listening audience, you decide. Okay. Are these people cursed? Okay. So Let now. Me Let me move this over. Just a little yeah, bit there we go. That's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's better. That's perfect. Right. So now Marvin Gaye, he tries to commit suicide mm -hmm. and it doesn't quite work because he's a little bit of a coward, whatever. And he buys his father a gun. His gun, his father never owned a gun. How did his father even get a gun? Marvin gave his daddy a gun. Why he would do that? Because him and his father have had a tenuous relationship and uh, they was always arguing. So it's just like, when you bought that gun, you basically signed your death certificate. A lot of people said that. Yeah. Now, like, it's almost like, because I remember, I think in the movie, several times he pointed the gun to his head. I had the gun, never pulled the trigger. And um, he was too coward to do it, and he knew his father would do it. So it's probably, yeah, that's crazy. 
Now, Marvin was messed up because of Tammy Terrell. Yeah. Tammy Terrell was the one. I I I think they sung the song. Um, yeah, they got a song together. Ain't no mountain high. Yeah. Ain't no that. You know, so um, Tammy Terrell, they say, if you go and look it up, how did Tammy Terrell die? David Ruffin of The Temptations hit her in the head with a hammer. Yaka! Wow. After that, why you in there with a hammer? Because what was going on with David Ruffin? He was on drugs. Right? David Ruffin was high as a giant. <laughs> so listen, he hit in the head with a hammer. He didn't go to jail for it. Now, if you go and look it up, they're going to tell you she had previous issues with brain disorders and tumors and shit like that. So when she went to the hospital, they said, "Oh, it was because of pre-existing conditions." Nah, they was they was protecting their asset. You know what I mean? Because he was a hell of a singer, and, and wasn't he the lead singer? Come on. Can't, you can't, there's no group without the lead singer. You know, take the head, the body will fall. Teach. So they like, yo, listen, we need him. You know, look at her medical records. Oh, she had migraine headaches? That's what caused it. That's that's it, that's it. It's a wicked game out here, family. Game, man, finish, finish, finish the uh, dialogue. So now, um, that, that's uh, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye's traumatized because he just saw what happened to Tammy Terrell. He yeah. says, I'll never do another duet album again for the rest of my life. And due to pressure, he did it again, but he only did one more. Yeah. Um, you know, so because that, that effed him up. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, we got Al Grits Green. Yeah, Al Green. You know why they call him Al Grits Oh, I know. Green? Yeah, I know. Cause I, I don't know if it was his wife or whoever he was with threw grits in his face, right? Call right. Cheating. Right. Well, the girl asked him to marry her. She gets down on one knee and says, hey, will you marry me? And in a very mean way, you're like, fuck out of here. I told you from the beginning, you know, you got good head or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was very hurtful about it. Yeah. So he just kind of whatever goes take a shower. So her heart is broken. Hell have no, no fury. Like a woman's phone. Y'all keep playing. Man, keep playing. Okay. Oh, on the right, uh, left, right hand side. So now, um, he goes take a bath. Yeah. She goes and puts some hot grits on the stove. Throws it or douses him. I think it's on the back. That's why we never saw it on his face. Yeah. But if you look at Al Green's back, it's all tore up. Douses him on the back with um, hot grits while he's butt bald naked and wet. Yeah. And then she runs to the runs to the room. Here's where the story gets murky. The curse of gospel. Mm -hmm. Al <clears throat> is said he got a gun because yeah. he was upset. And he shot her in the face. Wow. She's dead. Dead men tell no tales. Yeah. He's the only person to tell the story. Yeah. And she assaulted him. He calls the cops and tells them, hey, she shot herself. He's the cash cow, just like your boy. Yeah. David, David Ruffin. Ruffin. Yeah. So now, guess who don't go to jail? Al Green. But now, Al Green is so devastated from the situation, he goes gospel. Yeah. He, tur he turns back on gospel. 
he goes over to secular music. When that girl doubts him and he shot her in the head, black up. He does like maybe 10 years worth of gospel albums. Yeah. And then comes back into secular music again. Oh, wow. He's not even the only one. I, you know, we've been up here 36 minutes. Let me just go into a couple more. I don't want to hold you too long. Nah, go ahead, man. I, I, I see a lot of comments. What are, what are they saying? What the family saying? Uh, do your thing, Ra. That's right, 100. Yo, he's doing his thing, family. Nah, he's really he's doing his thing. He's <laughs> yeah. absolutely the great riot. Because uh, a lot of this, you know, I'm familiar with vaguely. You know, you hear things in passing, but you was able to put everything concisely together where it's really starting to make sense right now. Right. Let's go back real quick to Sam Cooke. Okay. So now when you're dealing with Sam Cooke, there's a rumor. Sam Cooke got a little girl pregnant at 12. Before you say any names, oh, I want to ask the listening audience. Yeah, I heard about that one. Have you ever heard about Sam Cooke getting a little girl pregnant at 12? And what was her name? Yo, whoever answers it, I'm going to send you a wingy shirt. If you want your wingy shirt, hurry up. I know there's a little bit of a delay. When we talk, you don't hear it for about five seconds. So there's a little delay. Please, if you know the answer, hurry up and ask and get your wingy apparel. Oh, there it is. Who said it? Uh, Cherie Reed L. Messiah Code. What a powerful name. What a powerful so, name. All right. Inbox me and, you know, with your size and everything, your PO or your mailing address, your favorite color, and, and I got a wingy shirt for you. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. And a lot of people, now I know about it because, you know, I, I heard you speaking on it, right? But I guess in high society and those that know, you know how they say those that supposed to know, know? Those are the only ones that really know about it. Other people, are, it's looked at as alleged rumor. You know, um, I want you to elaborate on this. 100% rumor, family. 100. Here's the reality. Aretha Franklin had a baby at 12. Mm -hmm. I know that. That's a fact. That's a fact. So now, some people say it was her father. Some people say it was her father. I'm going to tell you who the some people are. The record company? Ray Charles. Oh, Ray Charles is the one that said Ray that? Ray Charles was the one that said Aretha Franklin's father got her pregnant. So you say, Brother Crumb, why would Ray Charles say that? Because we're does he don't want to be the one accused of it. Well, what was her father's day job? What did he do for he, work? He was, a, he was a preacher, right? He was a preacher. Yeah. Because this is the curse of gospel. So now I don't, you know, I just want to read my uh, little thing just to make sure I don't misquote anything okay. and anybody try to get on my head. I don't want to be wrong. Aretha Franklin, let me see what Ray Charles said about her. Uh, Ray Charles once dubbed Aretha Franklin's father's church as a sex circus. Wow. Uh, her father ran a notorious, everybody knew about this, orgy church. Aretha Franklin being pre being 12, pregnant at 12 was no shock to nobody. And they from Detroit, right? The, the church? Detroit's Detroit. black bottom, huh? Mm. You got to be more careful. Got to be more careful. So now, yeah. she's pregnant at 12. She's pregnant at 14. Um, they Everybody's saying it's Sam Cooke. 
but other people are saying it's uh, her father because yeah. he's a pervert, sex church, orgy yeah. circus. You know, um, I can imagine what was going on in that church that Aretha Franklin came out of it getting pregnant at 12. But, you know, that was a part of her, cur her curse yeah. because she went on to have a, a wonderful career, but she was a drunkard. Mm -hmm. She was a horrible, sloppy drunkard, but she could sing like an angel. You know, I got uncles in my family who ain't worth shit, but they can, I tell you what, when they sing, it sound, it sound like Lucifer himself. Beautiful voice. And that's what we have. He said Lucifer or Luther? <laughs> he said Lucifer. Lucifer himself, the, the <laughs> angel of music. Angel of music. When they say sing like an angel, what angel? The angel of music, Lucifer himself. So you mean to tell me when they saying you have an angelic voice, mm. they talking about that angel of death? The, not every angel was good, okay. thus say the Lord. Okay. But we can talk about that another day. Yo, let me refresh the room for those that are just joining us. My name is Raheem Shabazz. You tune into Necessary Blackness Podcast, and I'm sitting here, man, with the good brother, uh, Clum. Y'all may know him from Clum TV. Um, he's always on there um, highlighting what a lot of people know on, 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 on the surface level. And he really goes deep into it and, and brings it into perspective where we all can understand it. And that's not even the good part. The good part is that he comes with receipts. You know what I mean? He has a whole PowerPoint everything that he discussed um in a lot of his videos he definitely uses powerpoint so you don't take it on face value you go you do your own research and you draw it up into how you see it and how it relates to uh your worldview with that said right let's continue you said there was a, a couple of more individuals right right let me just talk about Aretha's father real quick. Okay, okay, yeah. We ain't, we ain't finished with uh, and, and if I'm not mistaken, he's still presently um, alive, right? Correct. I, and also, I wanted to ask you, because, you know, I know we're, we're birds of a feather. Did you ever notice growing up there was a strong similarity between preachers and pimps? Oh, absolutely. Bishop Don Juan. Oh! <laughs> Bishop Don Juan. There's a couple of them. Uh, Reverend Ike. You know, he used to, I don't know if he was a pimp, but he, he used to talk like a pimp. You know what I mean? He was saying, you want to give your money to God? Okay, throw your money up in the air. Everything that uh, God takes is for him and whatever for <laughs> you mean. Yeah, so you had individuals like that. Uh, what, uh, Daddy Grace? Sweet Daddy her. Grace. Sweet Daddy Grace. How you how you gonna be a preacher? Name, and your name is Sweet, Sweet Daddy, Daddy Grace. Yeah. So yeah, there is there always been similarity, man. You know what I mean? And you know the parent got the gift of God. So with with the preaching, oh, that's a bad combination because you got people that sincerely are vulnerable and they looking for this uh they got the Messiah uh complex. Complex They're looking for someone to come and save them. And here come Sweet Daddy Grace, Reverend, uh, 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 what was his name? I, I said, I, Reverend Ike, and uh, what's Aretha Franklin's father name? Uh, 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 Pastor Franklin or something like that. But yeah, Man. same thing. The uh, pimping in the pulpit. Pimping in the pulpit. Yeah, that's gonna be the next title. <laughs> <laughs> 
pimping in the pool pit, man. But yeah, man, um, it's it, 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 it's sad though, man. You know what I mean? And um, it's good that you know we talk about these things because people have to be aware. You yeah. know what I mean? And this happened then, but this is no different than what's going on now in a lot of these churches. No you difference. Know? And a lot of times, um, it ain't just the females. You know, um, a lot of um, males are being taken advantage of. You know, um, people talk about the Catholic Church and these Catholic preachers, but right in the in, in, in the black church, you know that that's something that 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 happened in the past and, and continues to happen. Some people are saying something else. exactly. Uh, yeah. said uh, Franklin. Well. Teddy, man, Teddy had that smooth voice. The woman loved him. You know, um, according to woman's standard, he was considered very good looking. Man, I, I was I don't think I was around or born during that time, but from what I hear, I remember the elders was telling me, they said, man, they was flinging his records out the window. They said, yeah. Rumors was he didn't know, and I guess he must have reached over. He said, oh, shit, he crashed. I don't know. I done heard so many stories. Some people said he knew, you know what I mean? But now that someone said Teddy and that he started in the church, boy. The curse of gospel. The curse of gospel is mean, man. <laughs> wow, I'm glad I can't sing. I'm glad I can't sing. I ain't never really been in the church like that, but man. Now, I grew I up in church. Yeah. And it, 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 did you sing? No, I didn't. Lucky. And I'm going to tell you why I'm lucky. Why they wanted you in the choir? Because. Yo, and you know another thing? Come on. I, I'm not going to really get into it. No, I, I want y'all I want y'all to Google it. Okay. The Boys Choir of Harlem. Man. The Boys Choir. He knew about it. The Boys Choir of Harlem. Yo, they sing for all type of... um high elected officials. They go all around the country, Africa for the president and all of that. And a lot of them came out of Lincoln projects. A lot of them, you know, from Harlem and surrounding area. And man. Did they get they, sued in the big thing? Huh? Then they get sued? Yeah, they got sued. They got sued. Yeah, they was um, molesting a lot of them young men in there, man. You know, brother. The um, curse of gospel is real, brother. Even though I'm ashamed that I did not know that, because I'm I'm a country mouse. You a city mouse. I'm a country mouse. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I gotta be a mouse though. Okay. 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 You you a city brother. All right. I'm a country brother. All right. Yeah. So now, um, in my little church back home, I noticed, and I don't know nothing about nothing at the time. I'm just a regular Christian. Yeah. And um, I noticed that the choir, even in my neighborhood, yeah. was a hotbed for homophilia. I'm sorry, excuse me, for pedophilia. pedophilia. A lot of times the um the uh the choir the, director, director yeah. was funny money. 
He was laying hands on him. Oh my God. <laughs> Man. Okay. <laughs> so, so when you say that, yeah. I'm like, wow, well, the curse of gospel. Yeah. I'm glad I couldn't say. Yeah. I had a cousin, brother, you know, not to get too far off subject. I had a cousin and single mother household. Yeah. He won't, you know, I grew up with him. He's yeah. my little cousin. After the choir is when I notice a change in him. Mm. I, I, I'm not saying anything. I don't want to put him out there or nothing like that. But after my cousin joined the choir, I think he was maybe nine. Mm, mm, mm. He, I, I noticed a difference in him yeah, after that. So the curse of gospel. And you know, it's they just um, the Boy Scouts got sued for billions and billions of dollars, and uh, you know they try to get a PPP loan <laughs> because they said they all their money went to the lawsuits. Yeah, they pay. They spent out so much money, man, and they was trying to use it to still pay off um, their debt. And I think they filed for bankruptcy. And it was just, I read something. I was just like, man, this Even is your academic programs in the city. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. So yo, so okay, let's let's roll call, right? Okay. Who we got? We got Sam Cook, Sam, Bobby Womack, Bobby, Aretha Franklin, Aretha Franklin's father. Teddy Pendergrad, um, brother Ray, Ray Charles, because because he was on that run, that hair run. Yeah, he was yeah, on that yeah. bad. Yeah, real bad. So uh, it's like it's like drugs, music, and gospel. Wow. Donnie, you know how they say drugs, sex, and rock and roll? Ooh. Now it's drugs, sex, and gospel. Damn, Gina. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just, yeah. yo, listen, you're laying the groundwork and everything that you said is just like clicking to me. You know, I'm like, damn, man. You know, we talk about, you know, with the rock and roll music, it was always drugs and sex and all of that. And with gospel, you know, you think of say, uh, Amazing Grace and all of those, you know, the songs and all of that. But you just lifted up the veil on this shit, man. Um. Only one that could ever reach me was the son of a preacher, man. Who was that? Uh, that was Aretha in him. She said the only one that could, could reach ever me reach me was the son of was a the son of a preacher, man. Um, here's another one for you. Here's another one. What, what, what was the other one? I was gonna. I was about to mention another one for you of um, a, a church one where they made light of the church situation. I'm, I'm gonna tell you who, who it was in just a second. I can't remember. My apologies, but yeah. And you know another thing, right? You know how. You know, the saying is that there's no good black men and a lot of uh, women, you know, and I talk to a lot of women and, uh, you know, my thing is like, where are you going looking for that? You know what I mean? That's why I be why you ain't finding them. And, uh, you know, you would hear like older sisters tell people that, you know, you need to go find a, a, a man in the church, a man of God and all that. And you know what the women say, right? We can't find them in there. Because the ones yeah. that are in there, oh, you teach it. Or, uh, you know, they funny money. They moist. <laughs> Yo, and let's be real. That's what they say. Not all of them now. No, right, 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 right. Yeah, now, absolutely. Don't crucify me. Let me say this, right? Because I'm going to say the truth regardless of who it offends, right? But I don't ever want you to think when I make statements like that, I'm making it inclusive of everybody. Because you know goddamn well everybody ain't like that. Right. You know what I mean? But they say I'm jolly, y'all. That's a problem. You know what I mean? 
Um, not a problem. I don't want to say it's a problem, you know what I mean, because you're free to do what you want. But the sisters, they look at it as a problem because they're saying they can't even find a good man in the church. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, they said the choir is off limit. <laughs> because they over there, they just, they, they on a different time. You know what I mean? Yeah, they on, they on a different time. Now, there was a famous R&B singer. Yeah. Started in the church. R. Kelly. Man. You add him to the list, man. I didn't even think about that because we're dealing with, you know, back in the days. But damn, imagine if he went through contemporary time, right? The here and the now. There was another one who died tragically, made a and, and, and called herself the preacher's wife. The preacher's wife. Who called themselves the preacher's wife and then died high as a giant? Oh, you ain't gonna tell me that. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. The preacher's wife. That was the movie. But the soundtrack too. That was the soundtrack. Damn. I didn't even think about that. A lot of them are strat straddling, but you know, my grandma used to say You know, Mace is on Clubhouse now, right? Really? Yeah, he's on Clubhouse and be on there preaching and all that. I, I was name. I was gonna jump in the room, and I was like, "What the hell is he here talking about, man?" And uh, yeah, Mace is gathering up the flock, brother. They was man, listen. Yeah, I heard him preach out here in Atlanta when he had his own church. Yeah, um, you know, because listen, everybody know, you know, I am that I am. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing gonna change me. I I will go. You know what I mean? I actually went with with with, with this sister. You know what I mean? She would always ask me to come with her to church. And I think probably the 20th time I said, all right, what the hell, I'm going to go. You know what I mean? And yeah, Mace was there. And, um, you know, the only he gave a good sermon, you know, if, if that's what you're into and, and things like that. But the only weird part of it was at the end, the way, you know, when everybody's walking out, I think we was like in the parking lot. And the way people crowd around him, it just, it was just like, I'm like, y'all, y'all want him to be a celebrity man, so y'all want him to be your, your pastor. You know what I mean? Like, y'all straddling the fence. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But didn't Kanye do that? Yeah, Kanye too. Yeah, yeah. And he's going through his little situation with his divorce, the curse of gospel, illness, oh, and you know. Say that again. His mother passed away after. Made Jesus walk. Wow. He, I didn't even think about that. mom passed away after he made Jesus walk. The curse of gospel. Yeah, the, from the lipo. The lipo, the surgery. Yeah. Damn. And yeah, you oh, know, like, if we was to really oh, sit here oh, and think about everything, we would be here a whole day with different names. That's crazy. That's a lot of. We were just supposed to be talking about Sam Cook and. Or uh, Bobby Warback, and I'm sure um, they oh they laugh because I said moist. <laughs> Yo, listen, that ain't a derogatory term, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I I'd rather say that than some other things. Right, right. But that's crazy, man. For real, what's up? You think owning your masters and making something like Jesus walk from you took his mother? Probably, probably, probably. I'll end on this note. One more person, just one more, because um, I think, you know, this was one that really touched my heart. Um, 
Billie Holiday. Oh yeah. Now and then what about um? I just watched it too. Uh, Ma Rainey. What's the other one? That's the 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 uh the singer. That's it's it's on Netflix. I I saw the advertisement. I didn't watch. She's it. a singer. Yeah. You gotta watch that. Okay. One. It's on yeah, Netflix. yeah, man. The only thing I loved about her, boy, the way she used to talk to them white folks. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You said what now? No, he was asking me something. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, that one. So Billy Holiday, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I I want to say this, right? Um be very careful of those that make movies about our, our iconic figures, <clears throat> right? Um, with Billie Holiday, right? Um, they made it seem that, you know, she was in uh, a homosexual relationship, you know, uh, with another individual. Um, they had a husband, you know, I think she was going on three different marriages and snapped her and, um, the same thing with the Madam C.J. Walker movie. Right. Had, you know, the individual. It's always a brutal black man putting his hands on. And let me tell you, say something, right? That's a reality that does happen in life, but nowhere is that found in their story. You know what I mean? Go back and read different books and, 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 and autobiographies on them. And I'm just like, where the homosexual stuff come from? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, nobody knew about that. You know what I mean? But they always, and it seems like that's becoming a common theme that they're injecting that into a lot of um, our iconic figures, you know? Um, and, and black people are not homophobic. You right. know what I mean? Um, one of uh, uh, the best writer I think ever was gay. You know what I mean? And he was James Baldwin. James Baldwin. You know what I mean? And I'll read any of his books to this day. You know what I mean? We never cared about that. You know what I mean? Black society never cared about that. It right. wasn't it wasn't a hidden secret. Right. You know what I mean? So um they they but if that's what they did, that's what they did. You don't have to, you know what I mean, make them like it's almost like the, the agenda is for them for us to accept them. You know what I mean? If we could accept Billy Holiday and she lived this alternative lifestyle, maybe you accept us. You know and, and that is, um, you don't have to change the narrative of our history. You know what I mean? Bad enough, we're trying to tell a story. But it's, it's, it just goes back to the hidden agenda and um, Hollywood telling our stories. So that's why it's very important that we do tell our own stories. So that's why, man, um, as a documentary filmmaker, I think it's very important that um, we begin to tell our story and, and do it in a way that does it justice. Because right now, man, they are really changing the narrative. You know, what's going on, black man? Well, I'm actually about to change it up real quick. But... Yeah, y'all don't know, we got a studio audience in here. We got about 50 people here now. Nah, my man is here, but what's up? Uh, I wanna ask, uh, let's, uh, you know, real quick, the snitching thing. Uh, Since when did it become, it wasn't a thing? Listen to me, right? If we go back into the days, yeah, gangsters worked with the police. They snitched on their rivals. They did this. They did that. I would never condone snitching. 
I don't know about gangsters working with the police as far as snitching. I know they worked with the police because they was paying them off. Organizations, what they told on their rivals. They gave. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, too? You know what, too? I know a situation, right, that happened where an individual let it be known amongst his lieutenants and people that was around him. Like, yeah, I'm the one to call the cops on them. You know what I mean? And, you know, that, and the, the craziest shit was, it was only one person out of that organization was like, yo, that nigga's a snitch. If you could do something like that, you a snitch. Mm. And the other individuals didn't feel that, that you know what I mean? Well, my whole thing, if we look back at all these guys idolized, these gangsters, all of them were snitches. Every mm. last one of them. Down the fat cat, tell on his mother. Uh, Frank White. Frank White. Uh, 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 no, I'm, I'm sorry, Frank Luke, excuse me. Uh, all of them. Yeah, Nicky Bonds. Nicky You know the only one? But if you, you know the only one? Frank Matthews. Mm. Frank Matthews. Never, never, never told. Uh, so you only can find one. But no, the, well, no, there's, 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 there's one more, but the majority. God Fisher. Never told. You know what I mean? Okay, but yeah. I mean, you got some real salad. That's yeah. like, that's that, that 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 that's like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Fine and dumb. It's rare, right? It's rare. But traditionally, even in organized crime, traditionally, traditionally, snitching is okay. Was okay mm -hmm. as far as and what they call it, the underworld. Yeah. It was okay. I would never condone it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's also a chess. It's also on the board. It's, it's, yeah, it's, a big it's also on the board. Mm -hmm. People think Anybody that's a strategic that's, move. Yeah. Right, right. Huh? Yeah. People think that's a strategic move to do that. Right. It's a scout strategic move. Yeah. Right. It's a coward strategic move. But on the other, or on the other end, a good cane player always have a card up his sleeve. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at uh, 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 the movie uh, 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 um, American Gangster. Yeah. At the end of that, even now, the New Jack City. At the end, they go on the court, they got a card up their sleeve. They giving somebody up. Oh, you, you understand what I'm yeah, saying? That's so why I'm in the game. Is over, for me man. to say what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. look what that dude 6ix9ine did. Oh, 6ix9ine, yeah. That was a, that was a a, 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 a a strategy right there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We all know he's a damn coward. But anybody in that position, anybody, yeah. it's very rare. Like I said, it's very rare. Cause we can go back, we can talk about uh, uh, the brother that just came home. You know what I'm saying? That took time for his partners. Them are needles in the haystack. Are you talking about uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Smurder? Bobby yeah. Smurder, right? Bobby Smurder. But 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 normally. A lot of them guys out there is like this guy, 6'9". You know, you know what's crazy? When he did come home, you know, and, and it's good, man, that, you know, you celebrate individuals that did their time, took it on the chin. And, Ooh, and we don't do that, no. Down, right? But there were some people like, yo, why y'all celebrating him? He did what's normal and all that. Nah, in this society, mm -hmm. in, in today's time, it ain't too normal no. for um individual to, to really do, do what he do, you they're know not, what I mean? Not. And then it wasn't that he didn't snitch. When he pleaded guilty, 
he was like, yo, listen, I don't feel, he said, I think he said, yo, I'll plead guilty, but you gotta give us the same time. Like, you can't give him more time than me. You know what I mean? If you're gonna give him the same time as me, or, I, no, matter of fact, I think he took more time or something like that. He did, that. he did. That's why he getting out loud. Yeah, he yeah. said, I'll take more time, but don't, you know what I mean? That's rare. You said My that's rare. Off the head. You said that's rare. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, that's rare. So that's rare. Yeah, that's very rare. Very rare. Well, yo, we pulling up, man, on an hour. We over an hour. Yeah, we over an hour, but I, 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 I loved it. Time yeah, flew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time flew, man. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 fam. I wanna, what's the name, man? Um, I wanna let everybody know where they can find you at. When the next time you are hosting a clubhouse. Um, cause you you don't be online no more like you used to, man. I'm on Clubhouse with you. So if you go on, nah, I, I came on there a couple of times and seen you on there blazing, and I'm like, oh okay, cause you know they send me notification. Right. So what you on more? You more on Clubhouse or um Facebook Live or Instagram or YouTube? For the most part, YouTube. Yeah, uh, okay. You know, I get the most response there. Um, I do have a big following on Instagram, but ever since I got shadow banned, I kind of, I, yeah, I abandoned yeah. Instagram. Um, I'm really on Facebook and YouTube. You can definitely find me there, Crumb TV. Um, the, my Facebook uh, page, my personal one, I was at 10,000 followers. They took my page down, whatever. Uh, I still got my business page. I'm almost at 60,000 followers. So uh, on Facebook, Crumb TV, the business page, you'll see me over there. But definitely YouTube is probably the best way I would suggest. You know, somebody said Quincy. Quincy Jones! Oh, he used man. to sing gospel? You forgot Quincy. Uh, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's a singer at all. But what's the curse though with him? Now with Quincy, yeah, you got the white women. <laughs> now remember Quincy had a relationship with your boy Pop. No, no, no I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, not a relationship. They got had a you. story. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got what's that? You can't say you, you got certain words. Yeah, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Um, Quincy tried to take Pop to the next level because, you know, Quincy was a gatekeeper. Yeah. And he had to do a ritual. Mm -hmm. And Tupac vehemently declined the ritual. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm I not. He called them out. No, he he called him out. Our Tupac called out Quincy Jones yeah. for coming on him sexually. Yeah. We know, I, I seriously doubt we got the whole story, but nonetheless, yeah. we know it happened. Pac said no. He made a spectacle of the thing. Quincy's still here. Pac is not. Mm. I don't think that Quincy is beyond the scope of the musical gay mafia there's a gay mafia in the music industry yo listen when you get a chance you can go to lord jamal's podcast right mm -hmm. mc sham he made a video he was talking about you know his rise and fall in hip-hop now at that time him and uh he, he was one of the biggest artists out right but he was a different type of like, you know, Sham smoked weed. You know, Sham was from Queensbridge. But Benny, Medina, and all of them, that was Will Smith manager, that became Will Smith manager, they was trying to get him to audition for the Fresh Prince. And allegedly, you know what I mean? He got proposition. He said no. Some people said, uh, 
allegedly, the, the Prince of Bel Air, Fresh Prince, said, "Yeah," and he got the role. Yeah, he, you know, he talks about um, the entertainment industry and how he was propositioned, and he declined that shit. Do you know what Will Smith's very first movie role was? Not that one where um, the, the person had AIDS and he was kissing or something like that. Six Degrees of Separation. Okay. In now, when we that was, was his first movie. That was his first movie ever. After um, the uh, TV show. TV show, right, 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 right. Okay. right. Um, he he started on a small screen first. Yeah. So now, um, in this movie, he practices something that we talk about in the hood called um being turned out now when i was in the hood it would only apply to women or girls you know mm -hmm. we would turn her out or we would run a train on her or she was a good girl gone bad or whatever like that in the movie he is making these sexual propositions to men who are not gay and there's a scene in the movie where this guy has a girlfriend and everything and will smith sexually this is six degrees of separation mm -hmm. the movie will smith sexually propositions him and and the guy says to Will, he says, you know, I got a girlfriend. I'm not like that. And Will says, this is almost at the very end of the scene. I know that's what makes it fun. In scene, and he closed the curtain. Wow. He turned that boy out sexually, you know. But art imitates life. Yeah. He was turned out, in in terms to rise into the ranks that he has yeah. now ascended to. But he had to go through a ceremony. And then now they said, you know. Um allegedly you know his offsprings is you know like walking in this yeah. allegedly of course yeah. walking in the same exact path yeah. um but they're saying you know a lot of this had uh, 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 we, we could see with his first son everybody asked well if your father is will smith why don't you want nothing to do with him because you know uh old boy's not the oldest yeah 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 yeah. it's nothing more it's not um, yeah. the, the oldest boy um i think once he turned 16 he he filed petition to be independent he yeah. wanted he he wanted to get away from his father yeah and you know i found that to be odd like if will smith your daddy you know i think the last time i saw will smith's oldest son was when he did that song uh just the two of us oh, just wow. you know and, and that was I, I think I seen a, a one of them where they was at a racetrack and they was spending time with each other or something like that. I I, I don't know if they're estranged from each other, but I know that um, the younger the younger uh, uh, children are more prevalent in his life than the older ones. So we hear a lot about crazy. Willow. Yeah. Um. We we hear a lot about Jaden. Yeah. Most of us can say they, oh, I know who Willow is. I know who Jaden is. And you'd be like, what about the oldest son? Will Smith has an older son? Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know. Well, you know, it's crazy, man. I try, I try, you know what I mean, um, not to get it caught up in the public consumption of right. celebrities right. and their lives. But um, being that the society that we live in, it, it, it's just like, you can't go through your uh, Facebook feed or Instagram without coming across something salacious or something crazy that's going on with, with them. Um, and then I know that um, a lot of what's happening with celebrities, you know, being that we live in a society that deals with smokescreen mirrors, mm. you know, many of them want to emulate this type of behavior. 
So you, you definitely have to know about it. And when you're out here and you're teaching these young brothers or these young sisters, you know what to expect when you teach them, to tell them what not to do, what path not to follow, and how to be independent thinkers. So um, that's how, you know, I be knowing little bits and pieces of stuff. And, like, I knew a lot what you were saying today, but just, like, the pieces, and you you was definitely putting it together, man, where uh, all of us was able to understand. So make sure y'all follow uh, Crumb on Crumb TV. Make sure y'all follow me, Raheem Shabazz. I'm going to um, put this up on, on YouTube. It's going to be on the Necessary Blackness podcast channel for those that are on Facebook. Make sure you share this. Make sure you smash that like button. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. And also make sure that you follow me on, on Clubhouse. I'm going to start doing some Clubhouse, too. I'm going to start coming on and promoting that. I've been promoting your Clubhouse when I come on, so yeah. I'm going to continue on. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, but you have to be careful, though, when you're on Clubhouse. You do know that, right? Why? Yo, you scared me. No, I didn't scare you. That white man scared you. <laughs> Yo, listen. We was in there going crazy, dropping hot fire. We, we we had a who's who in the clubhouse, right? And then um the brother Fuquan was speaking. I said, whoa, 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 Fuquan. I said, I don't mean to interrupt you, but um we got a uh, guest in the building. I was like, excuse me, sir, may I help you? Right. And then he was like, oh, um they said that there was uh um spotty audio so i was just checking and i was like nah we good on this side and i was like well what made you uh click on this room i said um the title is um you can't talk black and sleep white and this is like a really uh a room where we empowering black people you know i'm just curious he was like no i was just going through several different rooms but we screenshotted his name it was Andrew something. Then we looked at his bio, it said co-founder of Clubhouse. But then when we did further research, this nigga's a fraud. He ain't even a co-founder. Like, nigga, how you a co-founder and you got like 30, 40 followers? That's it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But what they do is they go in rooms and you have to be in a room and then you can report it. And then what they doing, they report it and they flag a room. So what you gotta do, right? Cause it ain't, you know, listen, I know a lot of people they want thousands of people in their room, right? Yo, what you gotta do is make a private room and just invite people. Invite and have them have memberships in your private rooms. So okay. it's not open to the public. So that's something I'm gonna do because, you know, you can't just be on there and just having an open dialogue and conversations about strategic things that we need to do or that you're currently doing. Um, and, and I see that from time to time again. You know, um, you can't do it. You just can't do it. You know what I mean? This is an open forum. You know, even with Facebook, at least you got private groups. You know what I mean? We got a couple of private groups I'm a part of um, where you can probably say some things that you wouldn't necessarily say on an open forum. You know what I mean? But I'm just giving that to, to the family, but for me, you know, it don't even matter. I'm going to say what it is. You kept a gangster. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yo, hold up, homeboy, what are you doing? This is a black room. We're talking about black empowerment, no disrespect. And he was like, oh, you know, okay, no problem. And he left. But you know what was crazy? Yo, when that happened, he bounced. 
I'm texting them like, yo, where you at? Come back. He ain't never come back in the room. It was the equivalent of Mark Zuckerberg coming on a live in Facebook. Bruh, I, I was like, yo, what? He said co-founder Clubhouse. Yo, and then you know what? I couldn't get in contact with him for three days. Man, I'm like, like yo, I hope he didn't think I set him up or something. Like, yo, what's up with Clump? Word. Yeah. I was telling my homegirl, she was like, do you think he got mad because I kept asking him questions? I was like, nah, he don't care. Nothing no, about that. that white man. <laughs> I said, yo. Yo, my other homegirl bounced. It was I, like, Raheem, you know I don't do the white man. Yo. She was like, yo, when he we, we was going out, hard. Like, yeah, we was going hard. I got to try stereo, though. Huh? Stereo. Oh, that's a new um joint? It's not new at that. I know the You talking about single? No, single? Stereo. It's called stereo. It's similar to Clubhouse. Very oh, similar. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Um it's so, a brothers only. It's more like yeah. radio. Yeah, yeah. Brothers yeah. only? Well, you know, the Hebrew is like you know. Oh yeah, see, yeah, yeah. we need see that's what I'm yeah. talking about, man. We need to make a mass exodus. Exodus, right? <laughs> Over there to uh what is it stereo, stereo. man you know what i mean Bring because yo it. listen yo we big them up. up you know they got their valuation is at a billion dollars stop it yeah who's that clubhouse because of black people man that's see within a limit of no time man yeah so we we should do that man for them brothers uh at stereo i'm gonna check it out you know because i'm not gonna say i'm gonna join it i get over there and every two seconds, the call oh, drop. Where is that energy at when it's come time to build ours? To build Man, ours? Listen, where is that energy? We we just got we just got like what it is is the main thing is to get it out there and let people know. Like I didn't know. You right, know what I, I mean? have to right. put gorilla glue on my hand. I can get that in. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. The gorilla what would glue. it take for people to yeah. get the energy? Yeah. We got to yeah. do some obscene. Crazy yeah. in order to generate oh, the yeah. energy, you know what I'm saying, to get to for something. That's crazy, man. Yo, shout out, man, to the Hebrew Israelites, man, for putting yes, that sir. together, man. Yes. Stereo. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Y'all check it out, family, and let me know. And um, the sister, um, I don't remember her name, uh, but she's supposed to she's supposed to inbox me. I, I it's, uh, Shereed Reed L. Messiah Code. You need your wingy apparel. So make sure you hit me for answering that question. I got you. And anybody else, if you want to um, purchase wingy, you can go to the website, wingyapparel.com. Uh, we got some new selections for, for the spring season. We got some track shoes. Uh, got a whole, we got some new hats, um, new t shirts. Uh, we, got, we, got, we got some lady form fitting t shirts. Uh, we're doing sublimation now. We're doing inkjet printing. We're doing vinyl. So that's three different styles you can get it in. Um, and we, we, we got a whole lot of other stuff. I'm going to make an announcement as, as we roll it out. Um, also, Elementary Genocide 1, Elementary Genocide 2, Elementary Genocide 3. Go to the website, elementarygenocide.com. Also, if you go to the website, we have the link. If you want to stream it you can go on there and stream it as well um that's about it man you want to say anything in your last closing words necessary blackness podcast necessary blackness podcast thank you so much for having me Absolutely. director raheem shabazz we definitely necessary people that's right thank yo you. peace and black power family man i'll take care i'll see y'all Next week, I ain't gonna say the same time because we doing this on the random on the fly. 
Um, but yeah, we definitely gonna be back up and on here next week. Peace and black power. Boom. <laughs>